Section 27 of the Handy Cyclopedia of Things Worth Knowing. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Larissa Jaworski, Brisbane, Australia, March 2007. The Handy Cyclopedia of Things Worth Knowing by Joseph Trinans, published in 1911. Section 27. Principal American cities, with population of over 100,000 in 1910. The population for 1900 is given by way of comparison. New York, New York. Population in 1910, 4,766,883. In 1900, 3,437,202. Chicago, Illinois. Population in 1910, 2,185,283. In 1900, 1,698,572. Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Population in 1910, 1,549,008. In 1900, 1,293,697. St. Louis, Missouri. Population in 1910, Cleveland, Ohio. Population in 1910, 560,663. In Population in 1910, 533,905. In 1900, 455,156. Detroit, Michigan. Population in 1910, 465,766. In 1900, 285,764. Buffalo, New York. Population in 1910, 423,715. In 1900, 352,387. San Francisco, California. Population in 1910, In 1900, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Population in 1910, 373,857. In 1900, 285,315. Cincinnati, Ohio. Population in 1910, 364,462. In 1900, 325,902. Newark, New Jersey. Population in 1910, 347,469. In 1900, 246,070. New Orleans, Louisiana. 
Population in 1910, 339,075. In 1900, 287,104. Washington, District of Columbia. Population in 1910, 331,069. In 1900, 278,817. Los Angeles, California. 319,198. In 1900, 102,479. Minneapolis, Minnesota. Population in 1910, 301,408. In 1900, 202,718. Jersey City, New Jersey. Population in 1910, 267,779. In 1900, 206,433. Kansas City, Missouri. Population in 1910, 248,331. In 1900, 163,752. Seattle, Washington. Population in 1910, 237,194. In 1900, 80,671. Indianapolis, Indiana. Population in 1910, 233,650. In 1900, 169,164. Providence, Rhode Island. Population in 1910, 224,326. In 1900, 175,597. Providence, Rhode Island. Population in 1910, 224,326. In 1900, 175,597. Louisville, Kentucky. Population in 1910, 223,928. In 1900, 204,731. Rochester, New York. Population in 1910, 218,149. In 1900, 162,608. St. Paul, Minnesota. Population in 1910, 214,744. In 1900, 163,065. Denver, Colorado. Population in 1910, 213,881. In 1900, 125,560. Toledo, Ohio. Population in 1910, 168,497. In 1900, 131,822. Atlanta, Georgia. Population in 1910, 154,839. In 1900, 89,672. Oakland, California. Population in 1910, 150,174. In 1900, 66,960.
Worcester, Massachusetts. Population in 1910. 1,185,184. In 1,900, 183,605. In 1,100,38,415. In 1,900,231,105. In 1900, Richmond, Virginia. Population in 1910, Omaha, Nebraska. Population in 110. 116,577. In 1900, 85,333. Grand Rapids, Michigan. Population in 1910, 112,571. In 1900, 80,865. Lowell, Massachusetts. Population in 1910, 106,294. In 1900, 94,969. Cambridge, Massachusetts. Population in 1910, 104,839. In 1900, 91,886. Spokane, Washington. Population in 1910, 1,406,848. In 1900, 94,151. State flowers. The following list includes all the state flowers commonly accepted or officially adopted. Alabama, goldenrod. 
Arizona, Sequoia cactus. Arkansas, apple blossom. California, poppy. Colorado, columbine. Delaware, peach blossom. Georgia, Cherokee rose. Idaho, syringa. Illinois, violet. Iowa, wild rose. Kansas, sunflower. Louisiana, magnolia. Maine, pine cone. Michigan, apple blossom. Minnesota, moccasin. Mississippi, magnolia. Montana, bitterroot. Missouri, goldenrod. Nebraska, goldenrod. New Jersey, sugar maple tree. New York, rose. North Dakota, goldenrod. Oklahoma, mistletoe. Oregon, Oregon grape. Rhode Island, violet. Texas, blue bonnet. Utah, sego lily. Vermont, red clover. Washington, rhododendron. Height of noted structures. Following is the height in feet of some noted monuments and structures. Amiens Cathedral, 383 feet. Bunker Hill Monument, 221 feet. Capitol, Washington, 288 feet. City Hall, Philadelphia, 535 feet. Cologne Cathedral, 512 feet. Eiffel Tower, 984 feet. Florence Cathedral, 387 feet. Fribourg Cathedral, 386 feet. Masonic Temple, Chicago, 354 feet. Metropolitan Building, New York, 700 feet. Milan Cathedral, 360 feet. The Great Pyramid, 451 feet. Rouen Cathedral, 464 feet. St. Paul's, London, 404 feet. St. Peter's, Rome, 433 feet. The Singer Building, New York, 612 feet. Strasbourg Cathedral, 465 feet. St. Stephen's, Vienna, 470 feet. Ward Building, Chicago, 394 feet. Washington Monument, 556 feet. The maximum age of trees. Palm, 250 years. Elm, 355 years. Cypress, 388 years. Ivy, 448 years. Maple, 516 years. Larch, 576 years. Lemon, 640 years. Plain, 720 years. Cedar, 800 years. Chestnut, 860 years. Walnut, 900 years. Lime, 1,076 years. Spruce, 1,200 years. Oak, 1,600 years. Olive, 2,000 years. Yew, 2,880 years. Baobab, 5,100 years. And Dragon, 5,900 years. Eucalyptus, or Australian gum tree, sometimes grows 24 feet in three months. Bamboo, 2 feet in 24 hours. Dictionary of Aeronautics The new science of aeronautics has given rise to many new worlds. 
among them some of awkward derivation, and even those properly formed and worthy of preservation in the language are often erroneously used. The following compact lexicon is therefore both interesting and instructive. Aeroplane a generic term applied in common use to all classes of sustaining surfaces, strictly applicable only to flat surfaces. Adjusting surfaces. Commonly a comparatively small surface, usually at the end of a wing tip, used to adjust lateral balance, preferably restricted to surfaces capable of variable adjustment, but not of movement by controlling devices. See stabiliser and wing tip, and compare aileron. Advancing edge, the front edge of a sustaining or other surface. Advancing surface, a surface that precedes another through the air, as in a double monoplane. Error curve, a proposed substitute for aeroplane. Aerodrome, a substitute proposed by Langley for aeroplane, strictly applicable to a course rather than to a vehicle. Aileron, a small, hinged or separated wing tip or surface capable of independent manipulation for the purpose of maintaining lateral balance. Aviation, dynamic flight by means of heavier than air mechanisms. Aviator, the operator or pilot of a heavier than air machine. Aerofoil, term used to indicate lifting surface. Angle of incidence, the angle which a line drawn from the leading to trailing edge of the plane makes with the horizontal trailing angle between the tangent to the trailing edge of the plane and the cord or a line drawn from the leading edge to the trailing edge. Arc, any portion of a circle or other curve. Aspect, the top or plan view of an aeroplane surface. Automatic stability, applied to lateral or longitudinal stability, maintained by the action of suitable elements on mechanisms independent of any controlled exercised by the operator. There is a tendency to restrict the term of such stability secured by an automatic manipulation of controlling devices, rather than to systems in which balance is maintained by the use of dihedral arrangements. Biplane an aeroplane with two superposed main surfaces. Balance, to maintain equilibrium by hand or automatic movement of balancing surfaces, as opposed to equilibrium maintained by stabilising, see stabiliser. Body, the centre part of an aeroplane or other aerial vehicle, in which the motor, fuel tanks, passenger accommodation, etc. are placed. Camber. The camber of the ribs is the amount of curvature which is imparted to them in the same way that a motor car spring or a road has a camber or curvature. Chassis. That part of the main framework of a monoplane to which the main planes and tail planes are fitted and which contains the engine and aviator's seat. Centre of pressure. Really a line of pressure along the underside of a wing or aeroplane surface, on either side of which the pressures are equal. Centre of gravity. The centre of weight, about which the vehicle balances in all directions. Cord. A straight line drawn between the ends of the arc of a circle or other curve. 
Dirigible. Steerable or navigable applied to balloons. Derrick. A tower in which a falling weight is dropped in starting an aeroplane. Diagonal. A diagonal brace or stay in a framework. Dihedral. Set of wings. Pairs inclined at an upward angle to each other. Elevator. A principal supplementary surface, usually of a miniature form of the main planes, used for purpose of altering the vertical direction of machine. Gap. The distance between two main planes in a biplane. Gliding. Flying down a slant of air without power. Gyroscopic effect. The property of any rotating mass whereby it tends to maintain its plane of rotation against disturbing forces. Gauchissement or warping. Applied to the main planes and produces the same ultimate effect as the use of ailerons. Hangar. A shed for housing balloons or aeroplanes, generally the latter. Horsepower. A rate of work equivalent to the lifting of 33,000 foot-pound a minute. Head resistance. The resistance of the surface to movement through the air, closely proportionate to its projected area. Heavier than air. Applied to dynamic flying machines weighing more than the air they displace. Horizontal rudder. A horizontally placed rudder for steering in vertical directions. Lift. The sustaining effect expressed in units of weight of an aeroplane or wing surface. Monoplane. An aeroplane with one or more main surfaces in the same horizontal plane. Main plane. Usually the largest or lowest supporting surface of a multi-surfaced aeroplane. Mast. A spar or strut used for the attachment of wire or other stays to stiffen the wings or other parts of a structure. Main spars. Lateral spars upon which the main planes are built. Main landing wheels. In an alighting gear, the wheels that take the chief shock in landing. Ornithopter. A dynamic flying machine of the heavier-than-air type in which sustension is provided by the effect of reciprocating wing surfaces. Pylon. A tower to mark the course in aerial racing contests. Ribs. Supports for the fabric made of ash or spruce and bent to the correct curves. Rudder. One or more steering planes are invariably fitted to practical machines to control the direction of flight. Superposed planes. Arrangement of one plane over the other, as in the Wright, Voisin and Farman machines. Supplementary planes or surfaces. Additional surfaces which are used for stabilisation. Stabiliser. Any surface for automatically maintaining lateral or longitudinal balance. Struts. Fixtures used in biplane construction to maintain an equal distance between two planes. Skids. Long skates on which the machine can land safely.
span the distance from tip to tip of the main planes in a transverse direction of that flight. Soaring flight. The flight of certain large birds without wing flapping. Its solution and imitation constitute one of the problems of aerial navigation. Sustaining surface. Any surface placed in a horizontal or approximately horizontal position, primarily for the purpose of affording sustension. Triplane. An aeroplane with three main surfaces. Webs. Small blocks of wood placed between the ribs which act as distance pieces. Wind warping. A system of maintaining lateral balance by differential twisting of wing tips in such manner as to increase the sustension on one side and decrease it on the other. New York Tribune. College Colours Amherst, purple and white. Beloit, old gold. Bodin, white. Brown, brown and white. Columbia, light blue and white. Cornell, carnelian and white. Dartmouth, green. Harvard, crimson. Indiana, crimson and cream. Iowa, scarlet and black. Iowa State, cardinal and gold. Johns Hopkins, black and old gold. Lake Forest, red and black. Leland Stanford, cardinal. Northwestern, royal purple. Oberlin, crimson and gold. Princeton, orange and black. Purdue, old gold and black. University of Chicago, maroon. University of Illinois, orange and navy blue. University of Michigan, maize and blue. University of Minnesota, old gold and maroon. University of Notre Dame, gold and blue. University of Pennsylvania, red and blue. University of Rochester, dandelion yellow. University of Wisconsin, cardinal. Vassar, rose and grey. Williams, royal purple. And Yale, blue. The Claims of Osteopathy Strictly construing the claims of osteopathic doctors, it is an anti-medicine system of practice for the cure of every disease to which the human body is liable. Dr. Andrew T. Still, who claims to have made the discoveries that led to the establishment of the School of Osteopathy, asserts that all diseases and lesions are the result of the luxation, dislocation, or breakage of some bone or bones. This, however, is not now maintained to any great extent by his followers. Osteopathists, though, do generally claim that all diseases arise from some maladjustment of the bones of the human body, and that treatment, therefore, must be to secure the normal adjustment of the bones and ligaments that form the skeleton. They claim that a dislocation is not always the result of external violence. It may be caused by the ulceration of bones, the elongation of ligaments, or excessive muscular action. The constriction of an important artery or vein, which may be caused by a very slightly displaced bone, an indurated muscle or other organ, 
may produce an excess of blood in one part of the body, thereby causing a deficiency in some other part. A dislocated member will generally show alteration in the form of the joint and axis of the limb, loss of power and proper motion, increased length or shortening of the limb, prominence at one point and depression at another, greatly impaired circulation and pain due to the obstruction of the nerve force in the parts involved. The osteopathist claims that pain and disease arise mainly from some maladjustment in some part of the body, and that a return to good health involves treatment for the normal adjustment of the skeleton. He asserts, though any laxation may only be partial, it may cause pressure at some point upon a blood vessel, or a nerve, of which the patient may be unconscious, and thus be a barrier to the restoration of good health. Osteopathy asserts that trying to heal the body of an ailment caused by a dislocated member, be it bone, ligament or nerve, by which abnormal pressure is maintained upon a blood vessel or a nerve, would be like trying to operate a machine with an important cog out of gear. To cure it involves the reduction of a dislocation, the breaking up of adhesions, and the arousing of the innervated organ or organs partially or wholly failing in the performance of function. End of section 27